Nelson McAvocate takes to sea as they plunge to the ocean floor to uncover the crustacean curiosity of Ibria, Horror of the Deep. Welcome to Cult Cinema Cavalcade. The episode you are listening to will include plot spoilers and may contain harsh language. This is Cult Cinema Cavalcade. This is episode 128. This is Brandon, as always, with me in a pinch, Cullen. Uh, roar. Because he's got pinchers. That's why. Oh. Today we're here to discuss the 1966 <laughs> film, Ibra, Horror of the Deep. Cullen, keep us protected with yellow stuff as you tell us the plot. A young man steals a boat to find his brother, but he and his shipmates become shipwrecked on a mysterious island inhabited by a giant sea monster and a slumbering Godzilla. Either a Horror of the Deep is directed by Jun Fukuda and stars Haro Nakajimi as Godzilla, Yu Sakita as Ibra, and Pear Bambi as Mothra's Little Beauties. She played both of them. <laughs> Welcome back to Colton Cavalcade for another Godzilla episode. You're loving them. I know you are. I know you are. You seem if to you're be. You're a liar. A lot of so. people finding the courage to click the like buttons on all the social media stuff. <laughs> so we're doing something right. We're doing something right. It's like, ah, I'm going to support. They're able to take that tenth of a second to not listen to the show, but to hit a little heart. So thank you for that. They're like, thank you for the picture of Godzilla. Like, And you're saying like, okay, what are you coming at them for? Guess what? You're not one of them. You're one of the goodies, because you're hearing this. They're not hearing that. They don't yeah. hear Jack from hitting a button, but you do from he- hearing this. And since they but. won't listen, if you're one of those listeners that doesn't click like or anything, we like you better. <laughs> we do, and only we know that, because the the people who just click and like, I have supported it. Yeah. But likes do support, but, you know, listens matter most. We're back. And special thanks again to Russell McGee, who joined us for uh, the last outing, and now we are here for Ibra, so Godzilla has gone by land, and he's gone to space, and now he's kind of going by sea as we, we get kind here. Kind of. Kind of. I mean, this is, I guess, as far as we've been, a sea adventure is most he's, what it's like. He's in the water a lot in this, and yeah. that's one of the things I actually do like about it. It's yeah. not just like he's stomping around like the shore or the city like he does in every time he does mm-hmm. a lot of fighting like in the water which there's no way that wasn't dangerous for the guys in the suits but it looks pretty awesome i think yeah we take to a new production team in this one ishiro honda is sitting it out we got june fukuda and a lot of people that cost a lot of less money <laughs> because yeah and it's it's weird how it cut, yeah it, it does show yes I think the big reason is money saving, but they try to be like, well, we wanted to not try to sit and try to keep topping ourselves, so we scaled it back because it's cheaper. That's, I mean, you can say what you want, <laughs> but it's cheaper. There it, were like a lot of different like Godzilla's. Like this is like you know, I guess probably also to save 
money. I mean, like they used the same one they used in the last one too. Yeah, they're yeah they're using costumes. There's some funny stuff we'll touch upon with reusage. This one and the the, the next film we're gonna talk about. It, it's funny they're closely related as these things kind of like I I mentioned earlier. They kind of pair uh, a bit together once they got into color, where something works or something enough and they just kind of do it the next time instead of being bold they kind of park mm. park themselves <laughs> and do something again this one it wasn't a godzilla movie at first it, it was a script that was operation robinson crusoe king kong versus ibera it was a king kong movie they decided to make it a godzilla movie the funny thing is there are some remnants that happen that Godzilla behaves in a Kong like manner yeah. uh, that are still here. Like the female character Doya, he kind of chases after, whereas Godzilla's never had like a human to human interest before yeah, like the, that. The, the, the psychic stuff hasn't happened yet in these Godzilla movies. I can't remember if they're in like this era or not, but not yet. His rock throwing too. Is a, a Kong trait. Although he doesn't get electrocuted and and more well, powerful. That's not well, here. Well, Godzilla's always throwing rocks. Yeah. He's always kicking rocks. That's what he's known. It's like what he's known for. I don't know why every toy ever sold of Godzilla doesn't come with a bunch of rocks, too. Right. It's like screw the fire breath. He uses rocks so much more. Kick rocks, asshole. It's it's amazing. Like I mentioned up top, we have a new director, June Fukuda. And you can tell, I don't know, like with these Criterion Blu-rays, this one so far has had the best picture quality. Like it was, oh yeah, real good, real nice, like crisp, clear, so crisp. Yeah, it was gorgeous. Yeah, I and this one, it the feeling of it, it. Jun Fukuda was not a TV director or anything, but it had very much a late 60s psychedelic kind of feel, so they kind of make it easy terms. It kind of had camera angles and stuff that reminded me of 66 Batman. It was it was like Gilligan's Island with a higher budget. Right, yeah. <laughs> had that. It also had some 60s James Bond feel to it, so it definitely feels of its time with things, and I don't know if that was just how things were in a production, but I have to assume that they were trying to just like, hey, this is kind of how popular things are going right now, so let's make a Godzilla movie kind of like that. But I, I was getting vibes of other things in an obvious, yeah. more obvious way than before. Well, like you said, how like it was originally like a King Kong movie. Like, mm -hmm. I'm not sure if it was just a matter of like rights or or money. I don't, I don't know. I think they had, you know, they're having other plans for King Kong or something. That was that might be it, or they were just lazy and didn't feel like writing a fresh Godzilla <laughs> film, which is very likely. Yeah, it's just it's just interesting that like within these movies that electricity can either hurt or give Godzilla more power, like just depending on like what like what they're feeling on the day. <laughs> That's right. It's like, what do we need for? Like, eh, it helps him this time. Okay, great. It's like, he's like fueled by radiation and crap, right? Like, how does electric... Like, oh, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Whatever. It's all power. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> <sighs> this one has another a completely different human story. I, I And I know we haven't been through many movies, but I have yet to feel like they've copied themselves when it comes to the humans. Granted, there wasn't much to go off of in no. the the raids again. 
No, they do keep using the same people over and over again, right. if that's what you mean. Because well, they keep using the people, but the I mean, familiar faces, what was it, the but characters and plot objectives are completely different time to time. Well, they still have like people from the first Godzilla movie in this yeah, one. Yeah, it's they amazing do. they're still doing it, and like in this one. Oh, I cannot remember what his name is right now, but I think he's like the captain or something like that. He's got like a he has an eye patch in this one, just like he had an eye patch in the first Godzilla movie. Mm-hmm. A completely different character. This dude's like evil. In the first one, he was just some scientist dude, and this one, he was like the leader of Red Bamboo or something. Yeah, or... Red Bamboo. Yeah, yeah. And they, uh, what do they do? Do you, did you remember what Red Bamboo? This organization that for some reason has to do this their nefarious so, stuff wh- here. I don't, I don't know. I know one thing they do is they steal the people from Mothra's Island. Is it Infant Island? Inf- Infant yeah. Island, yeah. They steal people from there because they know how to make this yellow liquid. We don't know what it is, yeah, it keeps, by the way. It keeps Ibra away. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, the first time we see it is like this yacht that uh, these red bamboo, they're like military. There's some military. And it just looks like this yacht is just shooting piss out everywhere into the like. I know. Is yellow a good choice? Like, it just is piss water and shooting piss out. And I'm like, that's kind of gross, guys. No no wonder Ibra stays away. It's just shooting piss. Yeah, like, it's like, do you even need, like, to to come to the island? Like, where are you to get this stuff? No, you're just firing pit. Like, they didn't even supply yet. They're just, like, flushing everything out. So... They're a terrorist organization. They look like military. They make pit, sure. piss water, but they're also <laughs> selling weapons of mass destruction from this island. Like there's like, uh, what they meet with someone else on the island for barrels of X one, right? Correct. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's like I kind of care, but at the same time, like, what is? Like you're just, I think you're just meat. For, like, the monsters at this point, really. Well, that's not entirely true. But some of these guys, they definitely were. Because some of these guys get skewered by uh, Ibra. Yeah, yeah. I had not, like, you know, like seen that, like, directly where, like, you know, we've seen, like, buildings fall, you know, but nothing to where, like, the monster actually individually murders them. And then, like, he ate them, right? Yeah, yeah. Ibra is kind of a, kind of vicious. Like, he, yeah, that he did skewer those people. And that was shocking. It was in like that was during that like nighttime rain and attack scene. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was vicious. Like I absolutely you know said whoa like when I saw that happen. Like I'm surprised like how often I like am surprised at these movies so far. Like yeah, you know like you know a lot of it's in really good stuff, but then there's like stuff like that. It's like how oh, what do I I don't want to say left field, but just really surprising. I, I'm expecting a lot of, you know, goofiness, but man, they can get some grisly stuff down. Yes. They can be cheerfully ruthless, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the movies have this happy feel to them and just something mm-hmm. horrible happens. And I mean, it doesn't take time to reflect on, on that stuff. These aren't those type of movies, but it's just like, oh, well, they moved on. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, there's this beautiful island and all this setting. And then like, oh, there's a monster and dead, just brutally dead. God. We have the red bamboo. We have also this group of dum dums that uh, are looking for a guy's brother who went missing on a boating trip. So they take a boating trip. It's it's not even that. Like, all right. So the guy who's looking for his brother, he meets 
these other guys that are they friends previously or not? One, I was never... uh, one is, and one, as I read, was a bank rob or something like that. Well, 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 well yeah, because this, this dude, Royata, sure, that's his name, I think. Anyway, he goes to like this dance contest to yes. win a yacht, but he can't. <laughs> He shows up too late for the for the dance contest, and for what it looks like, it looks like they're almost at the end of it. But Dum Dum shows up at the end, near the end of it, like, "Oh, I can't win a yacht!" Like, "Well, heck, we'll we'll show you what a yacht is." So they take him to the docks. Not sure if they know each other, by the way. Do you? Yeah. You said one of them, maybe. Yeah. And th- and then when they show up at the. At the docks, <laughs> they get in. They just they just walk into a yacht, as you do. Yeah, because you know there's no way they would would lock a yacht or anything. You're, no, there's no way about that. So they just get on there, and then a guy immediately jumps up with a shotgun and points it at them. <laughs> get off my yacht! Yeah, and then he's like, oh, "All right, well, um, you want to see you want to show your friend a yacht? Like, I get it. All right, well." Let's just all get some sleep. Like, okay, great. None of them argue with it. No one says like, well, we'll probably just go back home. Like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you're right. It is late, man with a shotgun. We will sleep on your boats. So this guy, like you said, it turns out that he is a criminal. He's a bank robber or whatever, right? Yeah. So that means that this guy who is a bank robber, a criminal with just millions of yen, at least millions, said, okay, instead of just saying, hey, get the hell out of here. So, so there's fewer witnesses or or whatever. I don't know. Like, hey, spend the night with me. No. Why are you hanging out with these guys? They're not going to put it together who you are. They don't know anything about this place. Or you, you stupid, stupid man. Why do you invite them, idiot? You're, they're all stupid because they wake up the next morning and the, and the boat's already on the water. Damn it. A parade of idiots. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He he went he went from oh I showed up late to a, a dance contest to oh shit I'm on the ocean. <laughs> none of us know how to. None of them knew how to use the boat. No, but they they get to where the I mean they get to this island which his brother's not at. They managed to not get captured for the longest time, and they they run into the the infant islanders on their own. And they team up with Adeo, who who goes to help them, which none of the other people and just like if she can just leave, why can't the rest of them? But uh, right? they do there is a lot of shooting in this movie and nobody gets hit by a bullet. I mean they get shot at a lot by these red bamboo people, which is the James Bondy feeling part of it is like the base and then the the shooting, but they discover Godzilla is sleeping in a cave, which from the ending of the last movie, maybe he went there for solace after the Astro I, Monster stuff and fell asleep. I, I guess, but it, isn't it weird to see him, like, asleep like that? Yeah, yeah. It's like he's just, like, laying, like, on a giant pile of rocks, and that's another, another thing and that makes like me And he's, like, camouflaged think. with them, almost. Almost. It, yeah, he is kind of difficult to see, but it is weird, like, like just the, the position he's laying in, he's, like, laying, he's laying on his belly, but it, it just looks like... It, it looks... Like, if it was, like, King Kong, you'd be like, oh, it makes sense. But like, it looks weird with Godzilla because he's just, like, laying his, like, head down like a dog almost. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They have treated him like a pet, kind of, at times. But, but he's laying his, like, arm forward like a person. It's it's not great. It doesn't look... It looks weird. It does not look... I don't know. 
the thing is they, they bring it back to life by putting like metal rod into a mountain and then it gets hit by lightning a couple times and wakes him up because I guess the mountain fully absorbs the lightning into him. No. Like, no, 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 no. One of the islanders from Infant Island, they were running around the facility and she grabbed like a big bundle of copper wire because, I don't know, she thought it was a necklace or something. I don't know, mm. but she picked it up and put it around her neck. And then they took that copper wire and took the lightning rod and connected that to Godzilla. They were just very, very fortunate that the lightning struck it enough to wake, you know, right. up an enormous monster. When the lightning hits, I'm a like, is that enough? Monster. Is that enough? Yeah, I know. Is like, shouldn't it be like a constant? Or like, like bigger, <sighs> a bigger zap. Uh, I was like, yeah. well, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have to accept this, but. Also, Godzilla, not known as a great morning person. Does not like waking up. <laughs> right. And he wakes up and he's in fights. Like, uh, he gets in a battle with Ibra early on and they they volley back and forth a rock, which is which is adorable. <laughs> it goes on for... It does! Like, I, I, I've never seen monsters play dodgeball before, but that's what we're doing with rocks. I need somebody to make a video on loop for like two hours of them just hitting that back and forth, the rock. <laughs> That would be hilarious. But it's, it just set, like, to just a different rock music where they all just say rock all the time. Yeah, so once like, you get done taking a picture of your framed Monopoly boards, go ahead and edit that video for us. Thanks. At one point of Rock of Ages will have to be right. <laughs> played during the two hours. And a rocker on the clock. There we go. At different times. Like, oh, absolutely. Make it be just the sound from the movie, and then randomly at like minute 34, one of the songs plays, and it goes away. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that's that's their first battle, and then Ibra's like, yeah, you know what, I'm I'm bored, I'm done. Later. <laughs> and he also fights. Oh gosh, he kind of, like there's that condor that comes out of nowhere, right? Fights him, and then it's gone like the rest of the movie. And that condor, I was like, is that supposed to be Rodan? It's not. It's just a condor. But the condor is the Rodan costume from. The Ghidorah, the three-headed monster, repurposed to be that condor. Oh my god! So that's crazy. I was kind of right. <laughs> right, but that's another thing too that, like, with Godzilla movies, I'm sorry, with King Kong movies, like when he's on an island, like, oh, there's just other big monsters around because that's what it's just an island with big monsters. Like, you know, it's more of that. King Kong feel than Godzilla feel like with Godzilla's like oh we know what this thing is or it makes sense or they're coming back and it's like no it's just some random bird that attacks yeah. and then fucks off <laughs> I was just like oh okay like, who are, like, it's not in any other movie it's not referenced at all the re like what happened what was that shortly after that he gets like bombed by an airplane strike which is kind of cool. A lot of explosions and missiles. Yeah. and We haven't seen that in a while. We've just been watching monsters fight. Yeah, well, we haven't had him, like, on land that much. Or when he is on land, he's not, like, around, you know, military stuff. Yeah. It's just been you know, some research facility. Or, I mean, I guess this is, too, but there's military stuff at this research facility. Right, which he destroys shortly after, too. And it's, and it's kind of cool because it's such a small area for him to destroy it's really concentrated but like it really focuses on detailed destruction here which i i feel like is a plus on this movie's 
carnage. Like, it's not just, oh, he's busting buildings. This is like, okay, now he's going to destroy this part, and he's mm-hmm. going to destroy this tower, and you kind of know the location and watch it blow up, which is, mm-hmm. which is a, 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 you know, something to give this movie credit for. But, as, you know, as he does, they go into self-destruct mode for that, for the island. Which, the brother, I forgot, he's on, Inf- <laughs> he went to Infant Island. He didn't go to the Red Bamboo Island. He was on Infant Island just yeah. being like, dude, I am having a fuck fest over here, guys. What's up? They're like, do you know what's happening on the island over? No, but people keep going missing. So, and, and he looks like Japanese Freddie Mercury, does he not? The brother? <laughs> a little, yes. Yeah, he does. So he joins the group to help out. He with needs Dio. the mustache, but yeah. Yeah, they, they get the self-destruct thing happening. Godzilla. Well, f- they they. Well, we haven't even mentioned this. Uh, Mothra's in this movie. Yeah, yeah. I was just like, getting to that. I was just getting. They, well, they, they chant for well, Mothra, and Mothra shows up as like a like an Uber driver. <laughs> <laughs> like that's all Mothra well, is in this movie. <laughs> Well, well, Mothra has been like sleeping, like literally the entire fully movie. grown. The the little slug one is now fully grown. Right, right. But I I, I like to point out that both of our the, the hero monsters of this movie, Godzilla and Mothra, both of them were introduced as sleeping. <laughs> and Ebro is just out hanging out in the ocean. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he was fucking stuff up. He knew or it whatever. No issues. But our heroes. Ah, oh, I'm a little tired. Yeah, and, and not a great way, not a great way for for me to root for you guys. My, fi- I'm still fascinated with that. We are the the Godzilla that is the Godzilla is the second Godzilla, and our Mothra is the uh, second, well, kind of second, second or third Mothra that we have. There's been multiples. Right. Not like we're following one, but you know, Ghidorah has just been Ghidorah. Rodan just Rodan, no substitutes. Uh, they, yeah, Godzilla does fight. Um, one last time, uh, Ibra in the ocean is cool. And what I love about this, he rips the claws off. Yes, like I, I, I wanted him to stab him with them, but I guess I oh, was yeah. asking for too much. But he just rips them off. I was like, jeez. No, I absolutely yelled when that happened. I was so excited. I and did not I, know they were going there. I was just and then like, he, wow. And he grabbed the other one and said, "Yes, do it again." And then he ripped it off the other one. I was like, yes. You are the king of the monsters. I was so excited. I thought he was going to stab him with them. I really, I was like, oh, and no, no, it did not happen. But it was still cool as fuck. I don't know if I would have loved it or hated it if he just like cracked open the claws and ate it like crab meat. Dipped it in butter or the yellow piss water. Ah. Crab meat butter. (laughs) Yeah, it's never explained what the hell that stuff is. It's just called yellow liquid. Yes. So yeah, uh, Ma- it, it's not like it's not like the juice from something. It's just yellow liquid. Yeah. So Mothra, after this battle, he comes by to pick up the people, but or she does, and we have the little women, <laughs> but right. they're they're not the Shobajin. They're they're credited as the little beauties. Mm-hmm. Kind of. So they're not the same little ones. But Mothra has like a basket, right? Is that what Mother has when it picks them up? They. I think they made a basket when they were oh, on the island, okay, yeah. and then Mothra's just like, oh, you're all gonna, like, okay, I get it, and just, <laughs> just picked him up, and then just flew away. Yeah. Sure. 
And, yeah, and they fly oh, away, yeah. and the, the island is self-destructing, like a nuclear blast is going to happen. And they're all like, oh, look at Godzilla. Godzilla's just staring at him like, he's looking at him like, the fuck? <laughs> he's just staring at him. Yeah, real nice. Real nice. But they inform him to, like, get the fuck off, so he does a cannonball off the island. Like, like, well, oh, I, I was like, like, they were like, like, I feel bad for him. Like, well, like, pick a lane. Mothra's like, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. It's like, it's like, you know, I'm the one actively saving you guys, right? How about you? You don't want to throw any? Okay, that's fine. That's fine. That's Okay, we'll get you to the island. Oh, gosh. Yeah, it is... Is funny, but yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Cool battle in the sea, island blows up, everybody's safe, and that's all the movie they wanted to tell. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, yeah, you're right. That's it. That is right. It's just like that's all they wanted. Someone looked for the brother, they found him, and then they got off the island. It's over now. The red bamboo is, I guess, done. I, I do wonder what happened to all the other natives that were on there. Ah, fuck them. We can make more at Infant Island. Because there were, like, natives to that island, too, right? Right, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, no, they were all pulled over from... They oh, they all, all were yeah. pulled over from Infant Island. Yeah. All right, then. All right. Yeah, because if you weren't on the making the yellow stuff, you were praying to Mothra on Mothra. the other who was just, like, sitting there wingspan ch- and chilling on a mountain. That Mothra looked weird, right? Like, when it was just, like, like sitting there, it yeah. looked... It felt weird. <laughs> I was like, are you dead or sleeping? <laughs> it looked dead. Absolutely <laughs> dead. Uh, did they put like planks of wood to prop it up or something? Because those know. were not its legs. Like what it was weird, right? No, yeah, totally. It was weird. And we get all this like dancing, chanting, stuff like that with yeah. Mothra with the 60s camera angles. Like, why didn't you just like overlay it or, you know, like, I know you can do it. It's just a static image. Just. I don't know. It just looked weird. <laughs> yeah. I will say I did like, they did a really good job of mixing the, if they were in the same shot together, uh, mixing the giant monster with the regular humans and not, yeah. they, they did. I mean, there was a lot of convincing, like the rear, it was either whatever rear projection or that thing where they mesh two frames together looked stellar in this. I, I was really mm. impressed with it. That is really cool. That pretty much, I mean, at every movie, but there is definitely progressions of style and mm-hmm. effects in every one. And sometimes there is a step back, but usually that next one is going to be a, is a step forward. So, For all that was new about Ebera, Horror of the Deep, for a Godzilla picture, teens as the leads, a rock and roll-esque score, Godzilla's peaceful introduction, the tension in the story rose from the same threat that inspired the original movie, Nuclear Annihilation, which the Japanese understood and recognized as a genuine possibility more than any other nation in the world. As I mentioned before the film, Ebera is the first of five movies directed by Jun Fukuda, who was really reluctant to take the job. Fukuda thought Godzilla should have ended with Ishiro Honda's influential first film, which Fukuda considered a masterpiece. Since Fukuda ended up making nearly as many Godzilla movies as Honda, he clearly changed his mind. While Honda leaned towards scientific stories and maintained an eye for realism, even as giant monsters battled on screen, Fukuda brought a lighter, more fast-paced style consistent with his experience, incorporating both action and comedy into his movies. Now comes the point in the episode where we rate the 
movie we just watched, as we are cult cinema cavalcade, we keep things nice and culty. Our ratings are as follows. Stay with your family, which means stay home. Don't go find your brother, which would be your family. Oh, well, sorry, brother. Converted, which means uh, you are down with, you know, keeping monsters away and having the yellow piss all around. Or drinking the Kool-Aid, which means you'll drink the yellow piss to get the monsters back. So, Colin, how do you rate Ibra, Horror of the Deep? God, I don't know. This is a hard one. It's not one that I would reach for a lot, honestly. It's not bad, though, either. It's fine. It is just a Godzilla movie that if it's on TV and like, well, I've got nothing else to do, I guess I'll watch it. I guess so. And I guess I'm converted, like, reluctantly, I guess. It's not bad. It's good monster fights. The story does make some kind of sense. (sighs) Great effects. Yeah, it's not bad. Yeah, it's all right. Brandon, how do you rate uh, Ibra, Horror of the Deep? Uh, It... There's, um, see, yeah, see, like I don't know if I want to give it an apathetic converted <laughs> or not. We still got plenty to go. I di- I didn't hate watching it. I was fine. I was entertained. I was less entranced with the human stuff this time around, though it's not bad. And it it did feel cheaper, and all the island stuff was kind of just. Boring background, I guess, for Godzilla, but they really made up for it in the water fights with Ibra and the way they shot it worked. I, I, I really, going to a new director felt a bit of freshness in that regard uh, and felt a bit new watching old stuff we've been seeing already. Enjoy feeling that newness of it compared to the, the others since they were all by, you know, same director, same production team. But, yeah. I can't say it's a favorite at all. I'm for this one-time deal that they that they have here, this island thing. I, I guess it it works. It's fine. I kind of felt detached a bit. Uh, I, I guess I will give it the apathetic converted because going in, I, I felt like I was gonna give it a stay with my family, but talking about it. And remembering some of the things I do like, I, I felt a little more fond of it going into this rating. So it's going to be that apathetic converted. But yeah, it's really a really odd one to sit and discuss. It is the uh, Friday the 13th part 7 of the <laughs> movies. That we've watched really so far. bad, but it's not really, you don't want to watch it very much. It's just... If this uh... is the one I get, I'm not going to be mad. But right. it's not gonna be my first choice. So yeah, you don't, it doesn't get a lot of replay. Yeah, you know, and and we 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 talk about this. This is our barometer for some reason where we we admit that Raids Again is better than some of these movies. But would you watch some of these lesser ones before you would watch Raids Again? Is this one? Would this one <laughs> fall into that category? It's true. I I would watch this before. <laughs> I Raids think again. I might too. Because the, the Rage Again problem is, it was like, well, I'm going to watch it. I'll just watch the first one. <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, yeah. Right. Or Rage but Again. There's... It's not really that bad, but. Ah. Yeah, it's. Yeah, you're right. Like, I'll just watch. <laughs> we gave you a good story. review. That's all you get. 
Yeah, I'll watch that first one again. If I want to watch a, a monster a fight, I'll watch any of the others. Yeah. Godzilla is hiding, and it's up to you to find him. Just buy a gordita or a medium or larger drink. If you find Godzilla, use your secret decoder to reveal what you've won out of millions of prizes. You could win a million dollars. I think I need a bigger box. On the next episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade, we'll be discussing Son of Godzilla from 1967. We want to thank you for listening. Of course, we we're very happy uh, you're liking our Godzilla episodes. And for those of you who are like, when are you going to do something else? Rah! How dare you keep giving me episodes? <laughs> well, there's a Friday the 13th next month, so you at least have that to look forward to, right? Oh, so is Frankenstein's monster one of our fans? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> he gives us thumbs downs. <laughs> well, that's just because he's got like a neurological thing because he's a corpse. He wrote us a review on Apple Apple Podcasts. Is like, in the world of pretty all right podcasts, this one is okay. It's the Ebra of the Deep of podcasts. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Please leave us better reviews than, than Frankenstein's Monster. But we look forward to next time. Hopefully Frankenstein's Monster does too. But first, stay tuned for the trailer to Son of Godzilla, which... He probably recommends Son of Frankenstein over that one. I do, too. The trailer that actually trails. The mightiest monster the world has ever known. The mightiest egg the world has ever known. Introducing the Son of Godzilla. Red Water, one of the many weird natural phenomena on mysterious Sorgel Island. A great scientific experiment begins. Try another frequency. What is it? It seems as though something's jamming the wavelengths. Son of Godzilla, a rollicking monster spectacular. baby monster becomes a monstrous monster. Thank you for listening to Cult Cinema Cavalcade, part of the Creative Zombie Studios Network. Follow CC Cavalcade on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Listen to the show on cultcinemacavalcade.com, iTunes, and anywhere podcasts are found. For press opportunities, advertising opportunities, and more information on Cult Cinema Cavalcade, contact mail at cultcinemacavalcade.com. Produced by Brad Shoemaker. Edited by Brandon Peters. Narration by Rebecca Peters. Theme song Pink Baby by Happy Elf appears courtesy of the freemusicarchive.org network. The film and music featured in this episode are part of their respective studios and no infringement is intended. Join us again in two weeks for a new episode of Cult Cinema Cavalcade.
postcards. Yeah. It had a, this fella fishing on it. <laughs> and I had this big crab hooked to the seat of his pants. <laughs> it said on the card, <laughs> boy, they sure are biting down here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always like a good crab joke. <laughs>